You're listening to the Bleak and Review Podcast. Who is that? Quarantine quickies. Quarantine quickies. If you listen right now, it's like you're right here with me. Bleak and Review with the quarantine kickies. Post up on your couch and watch little Nikki take a load off and wash your hands because Kevin doesn't have a whole lot planned. It's quarantine quickies. Quarantine quickies. Don't go outside because it's gross and icky. What up, everybody? So glad you're here. It's Coolio with the flow back in your ear. This ain't the fantastic voyage, but I'm still on a mission to see if I can get your attention. All right, that sounds about good. <laughs> yes, you have. You, if I leave that in, you have just heard what I do for sound check. Now, as of today, <laughs> that's how I test my levels when I goof up my board and have to readjust everything. I just wrap the same. Four bars from the beginning of one, two, three, four, get your woman on the floor, come on, come on, get up, get it down, by Coolio from the early 90s. Keenan and Kel intro song. I mean, that's not the song, but he did it. Coolio. Respect. This is Bleak and Review, and it's a really dumb podcast. What's up, everybody? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's still a heat wave, so my brain is like this right now, and y'all just have to deal with it. I am Kevin Anderson. I did comedy at one point. Now I do this. <laughs> Ooh, what a week, right? What a week. A lot of stuff to talk about. I don't even know where. To, I honestly don't know where to begin. Like, there's so much shit. There's there's not enough information on the Uber slash Lyft freezing of uh, employment or lack thereof that's been happening. So I'm not going to get into that. But uh, my heart goes out to everybody who relies on these shitty rideshare companies to A, get them places or B, pay them money um, because they're very opposed to calling their employees no, they're calling their workers, the people that do shit for them, employees. Uh, they're really, they're really, uh, they got their uh, sticking to their guns on that one. But uh, more on that as it develops, of course. Uh, this is the intro where I talk about stuff I actually know some stuff about, not things I scrolled one article on two hours ago. A quick, just a quick note on uh, the most recent cancellation, which I found very funny. And uh, actually talked about at length on another podcast already, so I'm not going to talk about it too much here. But if you want to hear more, go listen to uh, The Goods from the Woods, uh, Corona Diaries number 70, I believe. I got to be guested on that with Rivers and Sam and uh, another comedian named Daniel, who's very funny. Uh, yeah, uh, what's his name? God damn it. Stuart Baker from Squidbillies and Unknown Hinson uh, got his shit wrecked this week. Uh, or last week, I suppose, for being stupid on the internet, like every goddamn celebrity that gets canceled. He posted a bunch of stuff on his Facebook about how he hated Dolly Parton because she supported Black Lives Matter, and he started going off about the alt, like people, you know, basically race traders forsaking white people and bowing down to the almighty minority, which is like, read the room of America, dude. It is fucking August right now. You, you've you been here. You've been around. Like, obviously, you're going to keep believing crazy shit, but uh, maybe don't post it and then double down and your shit won't get fucked with. What What confidence? I don't understand. I've talked about this before, certainly. I don't understand... What could possibly go through the minds of these people that are out here snitching on themselves so hard? Like, going out and, like, going against... Do they think people are going to have their back? 
because they've seen like even like again we know that they believe this shit and they're not going to change that but at the very least they should be able to recognize patterns and see like hey last time somebody did this they lost their job or they they got dropped from endorsement deals or are banned from clubs or whatever it is their sales are plummeting their net worth is dwindling I shouldn't do this. And then like, what is, what is the thing that goes, you know what? I'm going to roll those dice. Cause I just really need to say how I hate black lives matter. What is that? Is it just, is it just that racist? I think as Sam Harder said on, on goods, is this like racist can't help it. They can't help it. Very funny comedian whose name escapes me at the moment, posted a joke a few months ago where it was like, Every time a racist is on camera, they like keep getting more racist. That's like if my girlfriend walked in on me jacking off to porn and I just turned up the volume louder. It's like, what? what is that mentality? I, I mean, I didn't give a shit about Squidbillies, really. I know that it was in the – it was one of those stoner cartoons that eluded me. I was more of an Aqua Teen Hunger Force guy, so I have no personal connection to this whatsoever. I just can't imagine – like a, a grown-ass man, grown-ass man can't – see death when it's an inch from his face, like career death. And now he's fucked. He got fired from Squidbillies and people want to, you know, the people that not, they're not necessarily racist. They just, uh, it's a freedom of speech thing, right? That's what they always say. Uh, I'm not racist, but they, they'll always be like, well, you shouldn't just cause he said a thing doesn't mean he should lose his job. I'm like, people get fired for way more basic shit all the time. Most jobs most jobs in my experience, maybe I'm wrong, maybe this is a California thing, but most jobs have you sign paperwork stating that the company can fire you for no reason if they have to. You have to agree to that to start working there. So when someone does something and gets fired, that's actually kind of like, that makes sense. And like, you know, artists who are being paid to be on a TV show or a podcast or whatever it is, them getting fired isn't censorship. It's your employer doesn't like how you're representing them and they fired you. Uh, there's definitely problematic instances of that in corporate America where people get fired for shit that, you know, like being gay and stuff. But And that's bad. But these people act like somebody getting fired by a company because they did something that didn't benefit the company and put the company in a bad light is new and is is silencing. And it's not. It's just how America works. It's how that's how jobs are. So you know, fuck you, Stuart Baker, dipshit, racist piece of shit. And then there's the Steve Bannon thing, of course, which you know there'll be more on that as it develops. But if you didn't catch it uh, today on the day I'm recording this, he was indicted for committing a fraud upon uh, several wealthy benefactors who were contributing funds to the Build That Wall project. Remember that? Remember that? Remember when Steve Bannon was doing all that shit before him and his fucking unabsorbed, the, the twin he absorbed in his womb and this just became like part of his skin, got fired from by Trump. But before that, he apparently ripped off a bunch of people who wanted to fund a racist idea. So there's really no victim there, but I'm glad that he's getting indicted and I hope he fucking spends, you know, the rest of his disgusting life in prison just because he doesn't deserve to be in society. But it does make me kind of happy to see – I mean it's it's a thing of like – it's a thing of like I'm so happy that racists lost money 
But then I guess the money went to another racist for his personal use. So I guess it's an, it, it cancels each other out, and it's a very neutral story. <laughs> yeah, uh, the prosecutors are alleging that uh, for the four defrauded donors who raised more than $25 million to build a wall along the southern border of the United States, um, yeah, a, a portion of that was stolen and used for personal gain by Steve Bannon and uh, a few other people who were working with him on that. And 25 that's $25 million. I wouldn't expect anyone to ever do this, but could you imagine if these four people who raised $25 million spent that money on something that wasn't a fucking stupid-ass wall? <laughs> Literally, like, I don't know, infrastructure for the country, roads, hospitals, anything else. But they're like, you know what? Let's put all of our efforts into making sure them them Mexicans can't get in because you know how that's the biggest problem and not that we're in fascism. But also, like, you think about, like, you know, $25 million to them. These are people that have – they're richer than sin, and so they would never even consider the possibility of helping anybody else out. And, yes, it's a very, it's a very alarming and, and uh, revolutionary concept that I'm about to address, but money makes people terrible, doesn't it? I don't know. Trump's quote on it was, uh, the fraud case is a sad thing for Bannon. Dude, fucking uh, – Nothing, nothing's ever going to get him, is it? Like, he's literally never going to, I don't know. I feel very disillusioned with the country, as I should, as you all should. America, of course, you know, my international listeners, congrats on doing a better job, probably. I'm sure you have your problems. But I just feel like every single person around Trump is a criminal. There's so many, there's so many. He's a criminal. We know these things. And it's just we can't get anything to happen. And I don't know, you know, the complex inner workings of why. I'm sure there's a perfectly logical explanation that someone on Twitter will tell me about. But it just it makes you not believe in anything when we can have such insane concrete proof that there is in immense corruption in politics and, and collusion and rape. Sorry to say the word, but... Trump's a rapist and nothing happens. Nothing's going to happen. We have all the proof and nothing happens. It's kind of, it's parallel to how we have all the evidence for why, uh, you know, coronavirus is real and we should be taking it seriously and people still won't because America, did America enter a suicide pact with somebody that we don't know about and this is the only way we're figuring out how to do it? I don't know. We're going to get to the bulk of the episode here in just a second. Uh, I, I'm doing okay now. I had a weird week. I had a manic episode based on wounded pride from last week's intro. If you go back and listen to that, it'll make sense. Um, my manic, during my manic episode, I did purchase a punching bag, which has been helping tremendously with my average day-to-day -day feelings of anger and unchecked aggression. <laughs> That's been fun. And then, of course, uh, my dear friend Hollis Black, who you will be hearing on the show soon and in the future and a lot has moved in with me briefly uh on my couch so you know i got a comedy another comedy buddy staying here and that's been helping me even everything out and deal with the troubles of the world but i shall speak on the troubles of the world no longer because this is gonna be a fun episode you're gonna be excited to hear it we do have an ad coming up here at a moment which is currently being written in my living room so you'll find out what that is soon and then after that ad 
Uh, my old friend Radiston Zahariev is on the show. You know Rad. He's been on the show since forever ago. Five years now, just about. Ooh, a m- next month will be five years of Bleak and Review. What should I do? Should I... <laughs> Should I continue to record remotely from my house because I can't do anything because society is on the brink of destruction? Probably. That's how we're going to celebrate. But yeah, September September 2020 is going to be five years. And uh, if you've been here since the beginning, God bless you. In like, you know, the hypothetical sense. Metaphorically, God bless you. So yeah, we're going to have an ad. Then we're going to come back with more Bleak Interview with Radisson Zaharyev after this. Community. Integration. A suicide pact that results in a veritable mountain of spent and worn flesh. What do all of these things have in common? None of them can save your hires from our new and unique style of employee training and motivation. Hi, I'm Moloch Prescott, head of the training division here at Verticorp. We know that the times have been tough for employers during the pandemic. The workers have grown spoiled coddled by the virus, demanding things such as a fair wage, food, to please, 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 dear God, no, don't pry the teeth from my jaw, I swear I'll be a better worker, please, no. And this is unacceptable. If we wish to maintain the status quo, we have to nip that in the bud. It's time to promote synergy. After all, if the workers are this entitled now, imagine what it will be like when a Jersey shack the 17-armed father lord of the aphids rises from his slumber next month and releases a new tide of insects and vermin to wash the streets in squalor. That's going to hit your bottom line in a major way. And that's why we are now offering seminars and managerial training. We'll teach you disciplinary techniques such as public shamings, public beating, publicly urinating on employees, Not cutting fingers off, rather instead doing one long slice all the way down the finger, leaving two mangled and vestigial limbs where one good set of metacarpals and phalanges used to be. Opening stomachs, placing stones inside and sewing them closed as a bathroom break deterrent. And opening stomachs, placing stones inside and sewing them closed for fun. We here at Verticorp are all about keeping a smooth workflow, regardless of the cost, with the exception of monetary cost. Let's hear from one of our former trouble employees, so you can hear how effective our methods can be. I just... I just... I just make the hubcaps for the factory. I push the button, load the conveyor belt. 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 I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel anything anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't feel nothing. I hope, <laughs> I hope that one day. When I die, I hope I hope I drown in cold, cold water. That way, at least I'll feel the temperature shock when I go to hell. Now talk about results. Hurry and sign up soon. Our seminars are booking up so fast. Use promo code for the obelisk for a 15% discount. Verticorp, 
We believe that a sad employee is I'm straight serious, dog. I'm a street villain. I'm a, I'm a street villain. Oh, I got to adjust my levels. Yeah, dude, I got to show you afterwards. I found out about this dude named King Vaughn. Okay. Who's like, he's got a very specific flow. Okay. Where like, it's not good, but okay. I mean, the flow is nothing. No, it's nothing special. It's like, it's some gangster shit over a hard ass beat. But Word. this dude does not rap. He just confesses to a beat. <laughs> every i'll show you and the comments are hilarious but every song is like i was chilling with the homies this bitch showed up we did crimes together oh you did show me some of this it was the one where he was in therapy Th- that's the guy but that's so yeah all the songs are like that where he just tells a story about some terrible crime that happened <laughs> and then he and then he informs people that he's not from 63rd street and usually somebody from 63rd street dies right and then like that's I found, his motif um, that's like his his theme that transcends through all of his work oh, that's some chicago that's some chicago shit that's i don't know that's like their version of like east versus west they South got some internal yeah but i think like the entire struggle is happening on the equivalent of like sunset strip you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah it's all it's all local like that it's like that's a disputed territory that but <laughs> Oh, that's it's cool. and then like somebody from 63rd Street, like a rapper, did get shot. And I'll give it to him. This motherfucker had the song ready. I don't know. <laughs> he's got, but he's got like, potential. Like potential dude, no, fucking. dude gets shot. A song dissing him for getting shot gets dropped the next day. Wow, that's that real shit. <laughs> yeah, I would actually in this cold open here love to read some of the comments or have you read some of the comments of these YouTube videos if you want to pull them up. Let me let me pull up. Um, all right, let me see which one I'll pull up. And who is this again? This is King Vaughn. King Vaughn's. <laughs> yeah, King Vaughn's. <laughs> I'm the king. Turns I'm out, king turns, of the Isle. <laughs> yeah, turns out he's. Uh, <laughs> I, I I used to be Duke Vaughn. <laughs> he's over. He's because I was only Isle. the king. Yeah, I was only the king of the liquor aisle. Therefore, it's just more of a duke. Yeah, I'm the Duke of the Liquor Isle, but I'm beefing with produce. <laughs> okay, let me find the one with the funniest uh, comments. They're all they're all pretty much the same thing. I'll just go to took her to the O. Okay, took her to the O. YouTube comments for took her to the O here in the cold open of Bleak and Review, everybody. Probably edit. Okay, that out. well that one's just kind of sad because they're all just literally talking about the the dude that got killed. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's because kind of a, it's because in that forward. song that's the thing in that song he describes that dude getting shot because he throws a brick at his car and then that guy gets killed Oof. and so they're all they're all using the youtube comments as basically a messaging board about a very specific topic it's right if bobby schmurda got six years for conspiracy of schmurda this dude can can like <laughs> This guy doesn't even make it a cute name like Schmurdering. He just yeah. says I killed him. <laughs> yeah, isn't that that's something that I've always found very interesting is 
uh, rappers, like hardcore rappers with soft ass names, like Bobby Schmurda sounds like, ah, oh, murder Schmurda. What are you going to do? I have my soup is cold. Like it doesn't sound like anything, uh, <laughs> but like, like that was pro- that's probably realistically his attitude towards the thing. He's like murder Schmurda. <laughs> yeah. Murder Schmurda. What do you want from me? Bob's yeah. your uncle. I like, killed the guy. <laughs> yeah. A geish. A geish. That would be if I was a rapper. You know how rappers have mad like mad libs and stuff in the middle. They all have a saying, like how Jay Z's always like, "It's your boy" or "Hove." Oh, I want to, I want to be a rapper where like mine is a geish. <laughs> that's that's your fucking that's your drop that everyone like like gets hyped about. Yeah. I'll just be like a Sopranos themed rapper. <laughs> you be uh, you can be Radiston. No, Corleone is too hack. Uh, I'm trying to, Corleone, Soprano, and Montana are all too hack. You'd have to be like, uh, I'll be like, uh, I don't know, Raddy G. G stands for Gabagool. <laughs> Raddy, <laughs> God, you you could be God, God. Uh, wait, hold on, Charlemagne the Gabagool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the God of Ghoul, Charlemagne the God of Ghoul. There it is. Or uh, or you could be like, uh, you could be like. My mother's my mother's got Joey Pepe. <laughs> my mother's got Joey Pepe. Hey yo, this next hit, this this a brand new new dropping from my mother's got Joey Pepe with the hotness. <laughs> the new single off the album, Ah, the old country. <laughs> yeah. The YouTube video recommended of Joey Pepe dancing with uh with Ellen. Oh god, yeah. I mean there's gotta be one of everybody out there, right? And then but but now Ellen's just mean to him. She's like, you can't dance. I wish Bobby Schmurda was here. <laughs> you know what I think they're Pussy. gonna do? It? You know what I think they're gonna do at Coachella this next time that they're allowed to have Coachella is they're gonna get a Tupac hologram, but of Ellen's canceled ass dancing with people. <laughs> I think that's gonna be that the would move. be so funny, right? I'm you just remember this away for free. <laughs> <laughs> you remember um, back? I think like one of the earliest sort of memes was um, you know that dance Snoop Dogg does in the "Drop It Like It's Hot" video. Yeah, and then that kind of became mashed up with just, other things. Like yeah, they Kirby, just put that Greenland. him down. Yeah, yeah. So I think we should just do that with Ellen, but in real serious, like <laughs> riots, on, riots on the street type shit, and then it's just <laughs> Ellen dance. Police brutality Photoshop. videos, fucking ICE internment camps. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Just like a sixty-year-old man getting stomped by. Men in SWAT uniforms, and then in the back is just Ellen, you know, having a good time with, and, I don't know, and, and also, and I don't know, with Chingy. <laughs> yeah. I, it was, you know what, listeners that know you well enough to know the Chingy, the Chingy meter was going off. They were like, we're six minutes into this cold open. When is Rad going to bring up Chingy? <laughs> Man, I somebody brought up Chingy before me in a conversation, and it was like. That's your whole ass shit. It was yeah. Nobody understood why I got so excited about Chingy because it's like who brings up Ching and like I guess if you're from St. Louis, but even we know people from St. Louis, and they're yeah. like, "We talking about Chingy all the time." <laughs> I think part of it is that his name is Chingy, and that name is silly sounding. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, you're right. And he also goes Chingaling sometimes, and that's just like sleigh bells. Like that ain't even <laughs> really Chingy's nothing compared to rap names now. Oh, yeah. Because now, now they're like I feel bad on like Lil Baby, <laughs> right? The Baby and Lil Lil Baby, but Lil Baby is like a successful rap artist taken right. seriously. Nobody goes it's Lil Baby. 
<laughs> He's like, what? No, somebody at some point got a demo on their desk from somebody named The Baby. And they were just like, all right, I'll listen to this and not only listen to it, but give this person a deal and let them pop off. And I don't know how his career went, but maybe I'm assuming that's what happened. Uh, yeah, I... I see no reason why we shouldn't spread the rumor that yeah. the only reason the baby got a deal was because some coked up exec was the baby <laughs> done. Not enough babies in rap. He thought it was the brat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's God. like, you're not even a baby. You're 24 or whatever. Yeah, you're, 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 I mean, you know, we do have the the most prolonged adolescence in America. So I guess 24 is, I don't know if you've talked to a 24-year-old recently, but they're still pretty much children. <laughs> I know, but I think he's like a 24-year-old, like, street guy from the South. So oh, that's no, for like, sure. Yeah, it seems like it's it's definitely like an ironic moniker. He's a grandparent. Talking. He might be a grandparent. <laughs> it's, it's very possible. It's very possible. What do you think? And, of course, we're back here on Bleak and Review with my guest, Radisson Zaharyev. Sup, pussies? <laughs> oh, taking them the task right away. No holds barred. Play that chingy. Right, now yeah, gonna, I get, I get real, I get here. real loud in a, a, you know, I'm, I'm down to fight anyone as long as they're not bigger than me, Wait, uh, keep, and they don't know how to about, fight. Keep talking about this because I'm gonna put chingies. I like that underneath this while you're talking about. about uh, <laughs> Cue it up. No, I'm gonna do it in post, so you have to just imagine it. <laughs> no, fair, fair enough. As as you as you know, I know all Ching of Chingy's discography, so I can go on rants. Just name the track and the album, and I'll go on a rant, and the rant will follow the beat. All right, I believe. I believe it's a it's a do the holiday in because that's the only beat I remember. <laughs> okay, so it's gonna be holiday. The first one will be I like that, which I believe was. Nate Dog, Chingy, I-20, and uh, somebody else. Uh, I don't remember who the other person was, but I'll put I'll put that one on there. And then, yeah, and then it'll be a great edit. Everyone's going to love it, and it's going to be worth the time we spent to talk about it. What were we going to talk about anyway? About oh, Ching- I was going to ask you, what is like the most, because we're talking about the baby and, and Chingy and all these silly ass names. Like, what do you think like the, the least effective hip hop MC name you've ever heard is? Like you're not gonna ins- like it when i say it uh, but that was a genuine name um oh oh no this is <laughs> so this was like and i think he honestly this dude tried to push gangsta fag as Ooh. like a genuine Ooh. that was a shtick he was a gay dude that rapped that like that good shit he was trying to like right? get his own subgenre going on but he his whole thing is like i'm gay and i'll shoot you like sure but, yeah and but that was so that was back when you could just you know people still called each other that for fun oh yeah we're so it, like early 2000s probably maybe mid 2000s maybe not early maybe like mid yeah like maybe mid to late like 2009 2010 like he sure. was already around but that was like yeah I, I was like that's even too much for me and back then it's not like well I, i'm gonna say this i wasn't at the forefront of Hey, we shouldn't say this because it's disrespectful <laughs> to gay people. Like, you have to be. Know that you're from Bulgaria and lived in Singapore. They and Fremont. Like, they know. They right. know so I, I didn't even believe gay people existed. I thought it was a prank <laughs> until I came to LA. I was like, listen, in Fremont, there is. <laughs> There's angry people and there's yeah. sleeping people, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you came to LA and you're like, oh, it wasn't a ruse. But yeah, so you weren't on. And you know, every most uh, most 
adolescent males in America went through a phase of like not being aware that that was a shitty thing to do and say because they a didn't know any gay people or uh, didn't know the weight that that word would carry. And it's, you know, it's not something that we're proud of, but it happened. So you were saying even in that mindset, you're like, Ooh, this is a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, you could say it, but you couldn't sell it. You know what I mean? You, yeah, people weren't like, yeah, I was gonna say, was it on like radio play or do they have to bleep the shit out of it? No, this was not on radio play. This, uh, <laughs> this, this couldn't get that big label push. Unfortunately, oh, Def, yeah, we're talking Def about champ. <laughs> yeah. Def champ. And honestly, if he changes it to gangsta fella, it'd be even better. Same exact everything, but just gangsta fella. And see gangsta fella. That has a nice ring to it. That has like a Gwen Stefani sound to it. You know, a like gangsta fella. Like, I like that. That sounds good. I think, I think if it's that way, then you have to be gangster fella. You, gangster you don't get fella. to put an A at the end of gangsta if, if there's fella following it. <laughs> or what if you're gangsta feller? <laughs> gangsta feller. <laughs> there's a lot of combinations. Gangsta feller is what... Um, this is. Have you seen that um, SNL skit where Tom Hanks goes on Black Jeopardy and he's a redneck? No, I have not. I'm very out of touch with my Saturday Night. I Live think. Kids. I mean that anything Tom Hanks is in, or by proxy Tom Hanks' a seed. I'm clicking on Hanks. So. Hanks content. Hanks for the content. <laughs> Hanks for the content, indeed. <laughs> that might be the episode title. We'll find out. Uh, <laughs> Hanks for the content. Uh, no, but I have seen that. If I wasn't beefing with Twitter right now, I would check if uh, Chet, Chet Hayes <laughs> still has me blocked. <laughs> for listeners who may not be aware, there was a night when Rad and I, from Rad's account on Twitter, kept tweeting uh, Hanks puns at uh disgraced rapper chet hayes aka tom hanks least successful son yeah because uh, i <laughs> he sucks and we just say hey call your next album hanks for the memories call your next album hanks giving <laughs> i think he said he said that's that's lame or something and by the way keep in mind we were late to the show i think he already knew he was corny as hell like he wasn't even oh, going he, by he, chet hayes anymore he, he had to have known so imagine this, and then if somebody brings that shit up again. I'm sure people do all the time, but we tweeted a bunch at him until <laughs> until you got blocked. One of them, he goes, he he said something like that's stupid or you're corny, and we tweeted back, uh, I think you mean no Hanks, and then he just gets the block. <laughs> imagine being like having like that kind of celebrity, which you know he doesn't have a lot. Like he's not he's not his brother or his father certainly. But like, like actually engaging with someone who's just tweeting puns on your name, like not like saying anything necessarily derogatory and like, and then like being like, like pissed enough to block a random account with like 200 followers or whatever. <laughs> it's like, who gives a Ooh, shit? 200 man? followers. Yeah. That must've oh, been somebody else. Um, <laughs> that, was just a, that was just a number out, my, out the wall. Yeah. Me and that's, I, I, I'd like to take uh, an opportunity on your platform right now to apologize to the, uh, think 123 last i checked followers of mine on twitter Ooh, i think three of those are accounts you run <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, probably but anyway um <laughs> i'm in i'm beefing with twitter right now yeah well i was about to ask what's the what's the twitter beef what's going on okay you, uh... so they locked my account and i know exactly why they've done it before and it's they do that thing where all of a sudden your account gets locked and it says give me your phone number and i'll text you right which, seems which is shady. 
that's how like creeps pick up chicks at the at bars right yeah, yeah that's that's true let me see your number game. and i'll yeah. text you yeah it's straight out of the game so you can't yeah so you can't exactly so you can't give me a fake number <laughs> so so and here's here's the fucked up part right so i like to do goofy shit so i for a minute i had in arabic i had a, as my description it just said smoke weed every day but it said in arabic i don't know why i thought it was funny right um by the way if you post that into google the Arabic phrase smoke weed every day, a bunch of stuff comes up. So I'm pretty sure it's not that uncommon. Okay. Yeah. There. Yeah. You, you're certainly not a, uh, not a pioneer of this art form of smoking weed every day. No. In Arabic. <laughs> An enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I do that. No problem. And then I decide to do the exact same thing, except I wrote it in Bulgarian. Okay. Um, which is in Cyrillic. As soon as my shit changed to Cyrillic, I got locked out of my account. Whoa. Literally, I typed it, hit send, and I got locked out. And <laughs> no I was subtlety in it. whatsoever. They were like, listen, all that uh, Cyrillic gobbledygook is what bots use. So you need to grow up and give us your phone number. <laughs> grow up so, and either, either learn a real language or give us your phone number. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Uh, I'll just log a ticket and be like, I don't have a phone sent from my mobile. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. Sent from my iPhone. I don't have iPhone. <laughs> right. But I'm, it was, I'm just like, I don't want to give you my number. I, I haven't been blocked. So this was three, four weeks ago. And at this point, I've just told, I've, I just get like, have we talked about how we worked for Fox? Yeah, probably in past episodes. We both were. Oh, I'm uh, saying like we can get sued, right? Like, fuck it. We used oh, to yeah, work no, for I mean, Fox. At this point, at this point if, if anyone from Fox is listening to my podcast, I welcome the suing. It's fine. Just pump, <laughs> yeah, please. pump those numbers up, baby. <laughs> Michael Moore, please sue us. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you, y'all don't know, but you think you know. Uh, <laughs> Actually, no, they, they should. You could look this up. Um, I remember when we, when we worked at Fox, uh, there was a new VP of something. Yes, of and our his name. <laughs> we had a meeting with Michael Moore, the new VP of something, and this and Michael Moore walks in, but you know it, it looks like the director, the fat director, <laughs> little a little more and a little more composed, I would say. But he's younger. Same, he's younger, thing. but yeah, yeah. I'm saying the the guy's name is Michael Moore, and he looks like the famous Michael Moore. Right, right. And he goes, "Yeah, we couldn't really." Uh, we we uh well we, we tried to, to make a press release but it was just too you know we didn't want to do that because Michael the shit would Moore, hit the fans so, like, yeah. the aggressively liberal documentary filmmaker Michael Moore has now become a VP of digital whatever at Fox. But whoever whoever made that decision is an idiot because that's exactly what you should do. You should put Michael Moore, put that guy's picture on. And watch the shit hit the fan. Oh, that would be the best deep fake ever. But it wouldn't it's not even a deep fake. Yeah, it would. It will get so much. Exactly, it will get so much attention. You might even get like Michael Moore extra crazy. He'll be like, "See, I told you to clone me." <laughs> so yeah, uh, so we were working at Fox, and I remember you sent. I imagine this is where you're going to. In the customer service department, you occasionally would send emails in Cyrillic to people. <laughs> Oh, I did do that. That's right. <laughs> On my way out, I definitely I did that. Yeah, uh, I used to tell end, people end Hillary end. Clinton canceled shows. <laughs> if they were mad, the show was canceled. I was like, Hillary said to do it. I take it up with Shrillery, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but also sometimes people will just pop post nonsense on a ticket over and over and over. I'm like, you can't think you're 
anyone's reading. Like you're just talking to yourself. Yeah, I just yeah, see. An echo chain. I don't I even read them. I just see that you're getting more and more. Right. And I'm like, what an idiot. And then now I've been doing that to Twitter for the last three weeks with no response. Just being <laughs> like, oh, I guess we just don't care about our customer base. Okay, fuck <laughs> me, I guess. But I mean, yeah, just talking to no one. Yeah, but you've been on the other side of that shit, and you know that eventually, exactly, motherfuckers. No, if, I know eventually. I know there's some asshole there that's gonna tell me sorry. Hillary told us to cancel your account. <laughs> well, it's kind of like what happened with Joe K. Uh, did you see that? What happened with Joe on Facebook? Uh, no. What did he, he? He got banned for three days because he, in a comment thread of "What's your favorite TV show?" People don't talk about a lot. He said the phrase ugly Americans because that was a TV show on Comedy Central back like like 10 years ago. And no, I know that show. Yeah, and I he got banned show. for hate speech for saying ugly Americans with literally a picture of the show in the comments. Did somebody – yeah, I mean even that, if somebody that's because somebody him, reported him. Well, yeah. even if, well, that's the thing is even if somebody reported him, which we don't know for sure if that happened, he appealed it and said this is a cartoon. I put a picture of the cartoon – and here's a link to the IMDb for that or the Wikipedia for that cartoon. And they declined his repeal request or his yeah. appeal request. So like he blew him up on Twitter and got some prominent people to retweet it and stuff. And like there were people popping off making fun of Facebook. And I just remembered I had flashbacks to when I was at Fox and that shit would pop up on our social media monitoring. And I'd be like, we would have like VPs like calling us being like, what's going on on Twitter? Fix it now. And it never happened with Facebook and it's not happening with Twitter. Like they don't give a fuck. No. How many of those do you think? Because here's the thing. Um, and it's the same. It's similar with YouTube's um, copyright policy where you can, what is it called? DCMA or DMCA? Yeah. Yeah. DMCA. Yeah. You could just DMCA request uh, people you don't like to, to get right. their videos either demonetized or just taken down. And then I guess you can fight it, but it's really such a convoluted process that you just don't. Yeah, it's just as broken as every other part yeah. of like this. So, and I think process. that's what happens with Facebook and with Twitter. Like Twitter clearly has some sort of algorithm right. that decides yeah. this is how a bunch of Russian bots act. So I'm going to lock this account until you give me your phone number. Right. Yeah. Like if you follow, your many, yeah, if you follow too many people in a short amount of time, you get locked out because they assume you're a bot, like all that kind of shit. Right. So it's that. So they're like everybody, nobody cares about giving their phone number. Right. But like, just I'm because petty. you didn't though, the thing that's the, that's the thing is that you actually were like, there's no reason I should have to give you to this. I, right. I, let's not pretend, let's not pretend I have integrity, by the way. The reason I do this <laughs> is because I have 123 followers so I can, I can afford to be cunty. If I had like 123,000, I'd probably give my number and just bitch about it oh, yeah, to my 123,000 followers. You get that blue check mark, man. You start bending over backwards for these fucking moguls. <laughs> exactly. It's wild though that that's like, how you get that. That's how you get that. You have to um to get the check mark. You got to give a old fashioned to Jack Dorsey. <laughs> um, you talking in about order in the- order to get an alt right person. <laughs> kicked off it's a blow job yeah it's a classic what have you done for me lately where like yeah we'll we'll go after you know we'll definitely start fact checking checking trump's tweets and stuff but only as long as you're servicing our nether regions for a while <laughs> i get annoyed when they like kick off the far right guys that are entertaining none of them <laughs> are helpful right you but mean like, like the people that are like fun to watch have meltdowns and stuff? Like Alex Jones. Like if sure. you believe in it. Okay, I understand the whole thing where like 
people were harassing what was it aurora victims like the parents yeah he he definitely inspires a lot of hate and violence so but at the same time you know it's i I just felt like he was he we lost a lot of entertainment when he, (laughs) he got off I don't know. It's, I think I definitely agree with you to some extent, but I also think if you weigh those two things uh, side by side, it's kind of hard to argue for keeping Alex Jones as a voice that could be. <laughs> and that's when I'm I not like staying me. up at night worrying about Alex Jones. For sure. <laughs> I know you're not. I know you're not. But that's one of the things. Uh, one of the arguments I get into with, uh, uh, you know, like people like of libertarian persuasion or whatever, where like. I'll be like mad at like Joe Rogan for giving some shit bag like a platform to speak, you know, like 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 it's say it's like a Ben Shapiro type or whatever, like somebody whose politics are fucking harmful and and racist and and you know built based in white supremacy and like but they go they they always come at me with the well you know everyone should have their voice out there and it's up to the individual to to determine for themselves what they believe and i'm like yeah if i if i trusted people to think critically on a wide scale i'd be with you but i don't and i think people are very easily influenced by dangerous motherfuckers and i think we can you know say that they're dangerous and this is just because i'm having heat stroke right now just rambling about this but you know what i mean (laughs) no i get you i'm sitting in front of a fan with no pants or shirt on which (laughs) is also by the way when we podcast in a studio i want the listeners to know same that's the same deal Oh, you best believe we call it hot podcasting. <laughs> yeah, it's very it's tantric podcasting yeah. where we're all we're heating. We're all in downward dog talking shit. Yeah, we're, we're talking shit about fucking broads while we're trying to yeah. fucking we're doing yeah. yoga. <laughs> now, I'm telling you how I'm gonna fix the, the Democratic National Party <laughs> while I'm doing while I'm doing sun salutations. Yeah, let me tell that's you how. <laughs> Let me tell you how my vote in November is going to fix the Democratic Party right. in California. Oh, dude, I'm uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm probably going to get off social media during the election. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I mean, you're not even a citizen, so <laughs> easy, easy, easy. Hey, okay. everything on this podcast is uh, is is uh, it's it's all it's all. Listen, you can't say that because with the views <laughs> I hold, if I get deported, I'll never hear the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Susie, this is awesome. The man from the Susie. Tell them that I have I made little Oscar. How can you deprive the baby from his father? <laughs> I bet you if he, I bet you if his name was Elian Gonzalez, he would be different because little... he has he has all that Cuban privilege, Susie. <laughs> I bet if Oscar, if they if they did it like more episodes of Oscar and we got to find out the real about him, you know he's got some weird opinions on Cubans. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know. Not not like honestly. Maybe he's actually like. See the thing with at least Bulgarians I know like any Cuban like older Cubans I've met anytime I say I'm from Bulgaria, they're like they know Bulgaria and they fuck with them because during communism a bunch of Cubans would go to Bulgaria and vice versa. So because you can only go to like other communist countries, right? Like my grandfather used to go and work in Mongolia right. all the time. Or like I think Syria, but I guess Syria was communist back then. Or they just like commies and Arabs fucked the, fucked with each fucked each other. They fucked each, each other. Yeah, they were they were going ass to ass over there with a fucking. I'm also like <laughs> with Rasputin's severed dick. <laughs> that that must be some some deep ass Arabs. <laughs> we've talked about we've talked about Rasputin's dick, right? Like that thing was. Oh, sorry, why yeah. did they pickle his dick? 
because they they had the foresight to imagine that there would be a lot of funny uh, parallels in the year of 2019 where people would say, I'm Pickle Rick, but it'd be Pickle Dick. Uh, yeah. And, and so they, 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 they foresaw that and they pickled it and they, you know, they canned it. <laughs> what were you saying about communist Bulgaria? So, um, you're saying people, anytime I see you. older Cubans from like, well, fuck with Bulgarians because back then people who, who were alive during the seventies and eighties when communism was still a thing in Bulgaria, um, there was a lot of exchange Right, so a lot of Cubans who come to Bulgaria, a lot of Bulgarians who go to Cuba. I even had a, you know, I know people who were Bulgarian, but they got a they got a Spanish name. Right, that is because, you know, somebody came from Cuba and fucked the Bulgarian lady. <laughs> and it happens. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. So you get like, uh, I'm not gonna say her name because I don't. I mean, we already put Michael Moore on blast. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck Michael. Fuck both the Michael Moore. So what? Like sue me. <laughs> yeah, sue me. Sue me for my eighteen dollars. <laughs> if you're 25 minutes into this podcast and you just heard us call you out, you're already a big enough fan of me that you're not going to sue me for shit anyway, and you don't even know how to spell Rad's last name, so you ain't doing shit. <laughs> yeah, or my first name. Yeah, or your first name. You can call him Rabbit Food. Yeah. <laughs> like the like the he'll spell, he'll just thing, he'll right? spell the name of the hotel. Yeah, yeah, Raditz in uh, the Star Brothers. In. You want to hear my shitty work joke when I'm on the because oh, no. anytime I have to talk to somebody new and I'm like, hey, this is you're my talking name. about work voice, Rad? No, it's not work voice, Rad, because I'm not a fraud like you. Um, <laughs> we'll get to, you we'll get calling. to that. <laughs> <laughs> but what I do, but here's what I do: I don't do a work. I'm a fraud, just not a fraud like you. Yeah, you just um, you're a fraud. So that because <laughs> exactly, I don't do a chipper voice. But what breaks a piece of my soul every time I say it is my email is radistonz at whatever my company yeah, name is. Yeah, sure. And let's so, name that and their address and how much you make. <laughs> I mean, I, I would just to be like, just if, if I thought somebody would be like, hey, pay me more. But like. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you're Radisson Z. At but then I'll say that and then and people will be like, okay, Radisson, how do you spell? I'm like, it's like the hotel, but with a T. And then they go, ah, ha, ha, ha. And then I laugh too. And every time I die a little inside <laughs> when I say that. Yep. It's so, kind of like every time uh, someone comes up to me and goes, oh, Mr. Anderson. I go, yeah, The Matrix, 1999. Still loving yeah, it. Yeah, like that, but like that, but for work. So I just, yeah. you know, I just bend over and take it. Oh, you gotta, you gotta. So that's what I was saying. But what you used to do is you used to, and I'm sure. I don't. Well, I don't know if you still do it on the phone, but when we used to, because we, you and I have worked a couple of call center jobs together. Yeah, sure uh, of our sorted history. And I'll just be talking to you, all miserable, and be like, "This is yeah, fucking, it's fucking shitty. I don't know what I'm gonna do with my." I don't life. know what I'm gonna do. And then the phone rings, and you're like, "Oh, what's going on, guys? This is Kevin, your friend. Oh, you got a little snafu going on. I'm sure we can work it out. Oh, you gotta kill yourself. Don't do that, my guy. Do not do that." Thank you for calling the Bleak and Review podcast. This is Kevin. How can I help you today? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You can roast me all you want, but I kept both those jobs longer than you, motherfucker. <laughs> no, that's why I'm roasting you. <laughs> I, I, 
I'd be complimenting you if they kicked your ass out instead of mine. I'd be like, yeah, I don't know why you deserved it more. I wouldn't think that, but I'd say it. So luckily, luckily though, I am, uh, I am uh, not. I don't think I'm ever going to work a job where I have to. I mean, where I have to talk to customers on the phone again. I think I have enough clout, and I think the industry is going far enough away from that that, like, if like this, my most recent job, like, there, it's still like you know, it's customer support stuff for an app, but I'm pretty much the only department there, and I'm like when we're talking about like how we're going to build it out, I'm like, yeah, we're not doing phones because phones take up everyone's time and you just get crazy people who want to yell. And it's so much easier to deal with that through email and chat. So like, we're not doing phones. I don't think I'll ever do phone support ever again. Like that's my, that's my line. That's how much I respect. No, I'm not into it either, but it's terrible. You know, I don't mind like calling like people, you know, that you're working with or like part, like people that you're trying to like, work on problems with you know like someone that's like in your company or at a company that's working no it just sucks because it sucks whenever the dynamic is not equal so like a retail store or a call center or anything else the dynamic is this i as the employee you know i will let a lot of bullshit go that the average person won't because I'm getting paid and I want to keep getting paid. So people just take advantage of that. Absolutely. Some people take, and by the way, I've taken advantage of it. (laughs) And like, you try to catch yourself, but I've probably been a little shittier with like somebody from like Comcast or something. Who's, you know, I, I, I'm well aware that the problem is not going to be fixed by them. He has to escalate it to some asshole who's not even in the same building or country. And then like, that guy doesn't respond, but I don't get to talk to that guy. So you're just left in limbo with your problem. I've been caught in that. And I've also been guilty of that where I'll start being shitty with like, Oh yeah. Some random level one support guy and be like, you know, this is fucking unacceptable. <laughs> I am an American. Yeah. Sir. Call Mr. <laughs> call Mr. Netflix right now. I want to speak to him. And then you catch yourself and you do this, which I'm sure you've heard, which is like, I'm not mad at you. I'm going to keep yelling at you now, but I'm not mad at you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I've caught myself. I caught myself saying that shit uh, earlier on in a uh, quarantine, like maybe like, I don't know, like five months ago or something like I got scammed by a company basically. And as I was calling, I, I got some, you know, fucking, like you saying, like bottom of the barrel fucking call center in like the deep South somewhere just from the guy's drawl. That's what I would assume. And I, I was sitting there and he's just sitting there like literally like, dude, I don't even, he barely knew what company he was doing support for. Like, that's how, like, he's like one of those places that triages all of these shitty like internet companies into one call center and they just take whatever's coming in and they don't even have any connection to it. And the dude's just like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I can't really help you. I can definitely cancel your account and get you some of your money back, but I don't know if I can get all of it back. And there's really nothing I can do. And I, I did catch myself being like, this is kind of fucking lame, dude. Like, can I talk to anybody else? And then like, but I also, because I've worked in those jobs, I did add the thing of like, instead of like, I'm still going to keep yelling. I was like, Hey man, I didn't mean to take that out on you. I've worked this job. Yeah. I know it sucks. Uh, I'm just really frustrated because you know, this company's practices, which aren't your company because you're a third party. They suck, and uh, I want to burn them down. But you're okay. and he and he probably was chatting barely with somebody listening. or barely listening, yeah. just like you and I did. <laughs> but you know what? It, I respect that because you got to let somebody oh, yeah. say that. Yeah, like because I've also I've also had people like lose their shit, talk themselves out, and be like, "All right, it is what it is. Thanks, bye." A hundred percent. Yeah, when someone's going off, you know, sometimes you. 
I mean, occasionally you hang up on them and say your internet went out to your supervisor, but other times, <laughs> other yeah. times you just occasionally you do it so many times you get fired. Anyway, go ahead. Occasionally, occasionally <laughs> you job uh, five days after your dad dies, and it's <laughs> yeah, no, that's a hundred percent what happened that month. But like, yeah, like you just you gotta let him go, and it's a thing of like. It's, it's just indicative of how broken capitalism is. It's because there's people yelling at each other who aren't even the people in charge of fixing anything. And the people who are fixing things aren't even around. And it's just a bunch of people who are fucking mad and they're losing money. And some of them are kind of making money, but they're not being paid enough. And everyone's miserable and no one likes where they're at in the moment. But somebody See, somewhere far away is making a lot of here's money. Here's the thing. It. Here's the thing. You said this is why capitalism's bad. And- That's one of the reasons. <laughs> right. And I agree. I agree. However, what you just described is also why, like, socialism and communism, like, that's an issue there, too. And I know this for communism, because although I didn't live, I was born, like, a month after communism fell in Bulgaria or something. But, you know, that was the mindset. And the mindset's there for um, the service industry and anything. In communism, you get a job, right? Right. So. Even even if you ain't worth shit, they'll be like, we'll find you a job. And you won't like it, but you'll be employed. Right. But because when you have the job, you're not getting fu- – it's like the best union ever, but they burn your feet sometimes, right? Yeah. And they, and they, don't, and they pay you like seven cents for a, in a cabbage. But, <laughs> but it's a good cabbage. Right, right. No, no. Those are nice-ass cabbages, <laughs> right? You can pick, pickle that shit, boil it, eat Pick-ass it raw. Shit like Rasputin's dick, man. <laughs> but the thing is uh it just left people being like well they're not gonna fight like the lady at the shoe store will be like what do you want and be like i want some shoes <laughs> like here you go you go like do you have a size 11 and she'd be like oh okay this motherfucker i gotta go <laughs> find so and like that well, was a common thing sure yeah i'm sure it was i mean i, I think that just speaks to the general malaise of having a shitty job right no or what structure you're under but like, some people you know? let's be honest some people deserve shitty jobs. that's all some people are good for right and that's why but like when those jobs also don't uh you know, they don't provide, you know, that's when, that's when people get, yeah, ready. that's the issue is when, but yeah. Cause like, because, yeah, you might be start, like you might be the, like, you know, obviously we need jobs because we have all these things that people, you know, people, privileged people often will be like, Oh, well those are jobs for teenagers to use as stepping stones. Cause eventually they'll just, you know, they'll play around at a Burger King for a little bit and then they'll just uh, start working at their dad's, you know, company that does overseas stuff. Who knows? <laughs> like that's what people do. So it's fine. And it's like, no, those jobs are like some people's careers. And uh, and when they don't pay a reasonable wage for somebody to comfortably exist in this country, that's a fundamentally broken system. Yeah. I Because uh, like you said, there, there, there's, there's some, some jobs, that's what people are going to do, you know? Yeah. I mean, look, I, I acknowledge that I'm like oftentimes – I just don't feel like looking up all the information. Sure. But I also don't trust. I, <laughs> I also don't trust like when they're like Trump works with the Russians. I'm like, who said? But also, also when they're like, you know, um, I don't know, Hillary's emails. I'm like, okay, who said? Like, I don't trust either party to not no. be on some fuck shit. No, which is all, which is a cowardly thing to do in a way because it's also I. I also get it's like pick a conviction and stick <laughs> right. with it. But at the same time, it also talks to like 
like that South Park episode. It's like a giant douche or a turd sandwich, and it's not just the presidential thing. Is right. No, it's, it's basically uh, it trickles down the political ladder to like probably like if I was to like pick if I was to go to like a town hall meeting. It would be a little bit less, maybe, but also, I don't know. Because when I started stand-up, um, I used to go to the Comedy and Magic Club. There was a place right next to there was a drunk, a rich, drunk old guy. They used to hang out and heckle all the comics Sure. in this place I started. and uh, <laughs> But he spent so much money at the bar, they'd never kick they'd him never out. Because he would out. just, he'd just be annoying, but like he would, he'd probably spend like $300 a day. Sure. Because he just chilled there for like five hours. Right. Yeah, but was- he was also just a, a, a drunken old fool, but with money. And that man used to go to the town meetings of that place. It was uh-huh. the, the whatever, Hermosa town meetings all the time. And he had like say because he, I guess, he owned property and stuff. So they had to listen to him ramble. I've seen video. Other comics will show me videos because they oh show like public access TV. And it's like, it's funny, but it's funny because I don't live in Hermosa. So I don't right. have to listen to this asshole eat up time. But, you know, I forget what the point was, but that guy was hilarious. Well, one thing one thing that I think, I mean, one, one thing that I think I, I'm drawing from that story as related to what we're talking about is uh, that is a perfect metaphor for the 1% in this country is like, there's some motherfuckers and they got money and they employ a lot of people with their giant, you know, multi conglomerate giant dicks and, and their giant dicks or Rasputin ass dicks. Uh, yeah. and, and like, but it's like, they're pieces of shit, but we have to like, they, they still can do whatever they want. And we are kind of held like we are held hostage by them because they have money. Like it's the way that like, if somebody, you know, in customer services, like I have spent, so much money on your product and you have let me down by not doing one thing right. So I'm going to stay on the phone until you get your manager and your manager's manager. And I want to talk to Mr. Nobby himself and I'm going to fucking beat the shit out of this. Like, cause I have the money and I'm the one that spends the money that makes your thing. And you will do this because I have the money. And- you don't actually don't have the money. That's the thing. That's why you only get to talk to me and you and not to Mr. Nobby. Yeah, exactly. It's because if you had the money, uh. you wouldn't be even using this cheap shitty product because <laughs> if like if whoever decided like i don't know nobby products would be in the apple store if right. that guy called you better believe they'd get mr nobby on the phone yep yep but you're not putting enough money into yeah it's i mean they sold the mattel that's, they're not even a company anymore but like <laughs> to trixie mattel she's yeah, doing well trixie mattel yeah she's getting into uh she's getting to children's educational electronics now from drag queen to tech industry tech that'd mobile, be great yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. She just like uh, stops wearing, you know, stops tucking her dick and balls in and putting too much makeup on. No, she keeps doing that. But on top of that, she puts on one of those puffy, like sleeveless vests all the tech guys wear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Or like a black it's like a. Did you say like a black person would? What? No, like fucking a black, not a, I said a black turtleneck. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, like, you know, you know, those yeah, black those? people, the puffy sweater vests. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to start a new stereotype that makes yeah. no sense. <laughs> you know we should do that. I hear me wear puffy ass shirts like yeah. Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do this. If we accomplish anything with this episode, let's start a. 
not positive or negative, but just like a very confusing stereotype about a group of people. Well, let's do one about Bulgarians. Let's see, because I don't know any Bulgarian stereotypes other than like tracksuits and uh, and cap- that's an Eastern European one. The Bulgarian stereotypes are sad. The Bulgarian stereotypes are self-loathing. It's like, like that's sad, the stereotype. Like how, no, just how much they hate. They're, yeah, you know what the joke? If you meet a Bulgaria, like a foreigner in Bulgaria, um. And I've seen this many times. The first question is, why are you in Bulgaria? <laughs> Not like, get out of our country. We don't want you here. Like, why did you come here? No, your- yeah. Why would you be in Bulgaria? Wow. Yeah. And it's like, and I found out Portugal is shittier than Bulgaria. And yeah. I'm saying that, like, it's probably the same. Or like, I'm saying, I'm saying that, listen, everything I say is out of complete ignorance. Yeah, no, if they're this far in the episode, they know. (laughs) (laughs) Right. If they're original listeners, they know that since like the first episode. 2015. (laughs) Exactly. They're like, this man's still alive. That's crazy. (laughs) The guy, the guy who was talking about plastic bag heist in Sofia. (laughs) Yeah, that wasn't me. Uh, that oh, was right. the other that's guy. The other guy. That's the other guy. I was confused with uh, Madison's. I wonder what happened to him. It's been a difficult time. I think he got COVID. Yeah, he's probably dead. <laughs> I have not. No, heard he's. Him in yeah, a while. from what I understand, he got COVID, and now he's in jail because he decided to give as many people COVID as possible. <laughs> that was that's a joke. Cool. It was a prank. He said COVID's fake. Wait, is that one of the Bulgarian stereotypes is that they love diseases? <laughs> oh no! But do you know what's actually a thing? Go so in Bulgaria. I don't know. I guess like Bill Gates. And by the way, as far as billionaires go, from what I've read, Bill Gates seems to have the right idea. Like he's not he's, – he's giving most of his money away and yeah, shit. In terms of like the people who are richer than sin, like he's got his problems for sure. I'm sure I don't know them off the top of my head. I'm sure people sure. can tell me how he could handle things better, but like – He's better than like say, Jeff see, Bezos. Like he's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't see Bezos saying like I'll leave my children like a couple mil each and that's it, which is yeah. crazy. But it's reasonable when like a couple mil is not like. Yeah, Bill like, Gates can spend a couple mil like how you and I spent two hundred dollars. Yeah, it's like it's like me postmating once for lunch with the with delivery fees and everything. That's like that's like a mil to <laughs> to, to them. Like it's like oh. You know, it's 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 not no money, but it's definitely money I could spend. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's crazy. But anyway, in Bulgaria, um, the stereoty- he, he he's talking about like some putting money towards vaccines, and they're like, "Don't let Bill Gates." Va-. He's trying to vaccinate foreign, like to push an agenda and like some Illuminati type shit and track everybody. Really? Yeah, they're like <laughs> Bill Gates is trying to put like stuff in us. Specifically, Bill Gates, not like <laughs> because Bill Gates has some sort of either foundation or something where right. he's like, to what but it, it's like, a, it's what do they think the end result is again? That like it's gonna control, like, we're already everyone who has a smartphone is already being tracked at all times. Like, they can't, they're not gonna like put a chip in you. We've already willingly given over all of right. Them. I know, but th- it's but, not a rational thing. Well, no, for sure. I'm trying to like, figure it out. <laughs> it's the same as like, um. I don't know, like immunization. Sure, yeah, or people that don't wear fucking face masks. <laughs> yeah, like it's. I don't try to, to to rationalize it because it's like most of those things. You either believe and like really, even politically, people will just 
kind of already know who they're going for, what side, like... Sure. I've rarely seen somebody... Like, have you ever... Have you ever been torn on an election? I know we haven't voted. Like, we voted... <laughs> I voted but have you ever been like... Never. Have you ever been like, man, who do I vote for, A or B? Or were you like, they're both shitty, but I know who I'm voting for. They're both great, but, like, this is who I'm going for. I've, I've A, absolutely the first... Like, I've never... It's never been a question for me of who I'm voting for in either regard. It's never, it's never been, like... It's never. I mean, the only time it right now. I mean, it's not a question because I'm obviously voting against Trump. No, they both suck. But they, like, you yeah, still, you still like. Question. The only reason yeah. that's also never been a question is because I've lived in California my whole life, and it doesn't really like in terms of presidents, it doesn't matter who I vote for specifically in a lot of ways. Like locally and other other departments, sure. But for president, like it's gonna go blue for California. So it right. never really mattered who I vote for for president. No, this is the one, like, there's a couple states where, like, voting for Trump is just, like, a funny prank. Right, yeah, and that's... that's. Uh, Listen, if you I, tell me I'm going to vote for Trump as a goof in, in California, go for it. I, I think I think it'd be funnier. I honestly do a bad write-in. It's, it's, not, it's not a great... Yeah, it's... Write in, <laughs> honestly, like, it's for nobody. Write yeah, in student's dick and just put that in. Because the joke isn't anything. If, like, it's like, oh, I voted for Trump. like... There's no audience. Yeah, you, you still have to go tell people afterwards. Is like, you know what I did? You know what happened? I voted for Trump, and I don't care for him. But I, I, I said Rasputin. I said Rasputin's dick instead of Trump. So if we all do that, if we all do it? remember when we all bullied that kid into being homecoming king, and we all put him in, we all wrote yeah. it. And he got it. We, we could do that. We could fuck the world up. <laughs> but it'd be like that's right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's. But that's what I'm saying. So I think it's the same with all those most conspiracies and all that shit. It's like you already, you know, flat Earth is so easy to disprove. But yeah, it's, it's just motherfuckers it's, believe in it because that's just what you want to believe in. Yeah, you already are like, I'd like to be the guy that uh, thinks that there most of our politicians are actually shape shifting reptilians with uh, vertical eyelids or whatever, and. Uh, that's just who I am, and that's who I'm going to be, probably because of some trauma in my childhood. But that's who I'm going to be. Listen, yeah, that's <laughs> if only that was the case, right? right? Yeah, we yeah. could probably handle that. Actually, uh, our friend Hollis, you know Hollis, uh, I do, uh, is staying with me right now. We were having had this conversation yesterday where they they were brought up as a Christian scientist, where um, they're taught that like you know medicine, man's medicine isn't the way, and all that fucking kooky bullshit. And they were like, it's weird to see my country grow to embody those beliefs, those toxic ass beliefs I was brought up with in Christian science. Like where it's like, oh, well, I don't believe the CDC. Masks are oppression. I'm not going to get right. to and they just spread disease and die for a fucking. Yeah, I mean, the, the country is like his old like. I forgot what I was going to. Oh, that's right. Here's the metaphor. The country really is like Hollis's old dog. Because <laughs> there's just a bunch of tumors there, and we love what it used to be, but what? at this point it shouldn't be. And you know, somebody should put a bullet in it. Yeah, and the only but can we can't expect we can't expect the people around it all the time to do it because they remember it when it was not 
and they the wanted to mess that shadow over the living room when I was there. <laughs> and, and, and all you can do to really deal with the pain is smoke cigarettes indoors, play pool and listen to Tom Waits. Dude, I've never thought that this would be like a non shitty thing to stay to somebody in their house. But when I saw that thing, I was, I was like, you need to put your dog down, <laughs> please. And he was like, you're right. <laughs> well, on that note, of course, we always have a very uplifting story about putting down dogs at the end of segments here. Um, Radiston, I have a great time with them. It's it's great, and, no, and the dog is not around anymore. It's in heaven now. And you were not. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> we know you're beefing with Twitter right now. So what I want to do before we go into plugs here is urge everybody to go follow at Radiston Z on Twitter and. Make sure to harass Twitter about uh, unba- unblocking his account or unlocking. I'm going to break eventually. I'll probably give him yeah. a number. You're spineless. You're going to do it. <laughs> right. Hey, listen, there's 123 people counting on me. We just did. We just did like 30 minutes on how you have no convictions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, not tru- I'm not truthful either. <laughs> Anything else you want to uh, promote uh, other than the Twitter handle? Or any shows coming up? Yeah, um, check out Craft Creations on Instagram. It's Q R A F T at Q R A F T Creations on Instagram. The love yes. Tina. It's uh, my girlfriend. Uh, she does. She crafts Disney shit. So if you're into Disney shit, check it out and see if you like anything. You probably will. You're right, Disney right shit. Over here simping for crafts. <laughs> That's right. I'm out here simping. <laughs> Should I? That might be the episode title. <laughs> simping for crafts. That's it. Right there. And I'm writing it down. Cut everything past this conversation. <laughs> just leave it on simping for crafts. <laughs> and then chingy. And just more. <laughs> we're going out today on chingy. Uh, we're going to go out listening to chingy tonight. Uh, anything else that you want to promote, or just craft creations on Insta? That's it. All right. And as for me, everybody, hey. Uh, at KB Anderson Yo and all the things. Uh, I did some other fun podcasts this week that if you haven't heard already, you should check them out. Uh, I was on uh, The Goods from the Woods, uh, Corona Diaries number 70, where we talked about uh, Squidbillies cancellation and a bunch of other fun stuff. Uh, and I tell some stories about you know people getting stabbed in the face. It's great. And uh, I did an episode of the Wizarding World podcast with Frankie Griffin. And, oh, boy, I'm going to have to dub in later the other guy's name because I forgot. Nick something. He's great. Uh, where I played a character, uh, I played an incompetent witcher on that show. It was very fun. I got to just improvise and not host. It was nice. So go listen to those things and go to patreon.com slash bleak and review. Uh, subscribe. There's going to be some new content coming out soon with the aforementioned Hollis Black since they're living on my couch right now. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Five bucks a month gets you access to all the bonus content so far. And I'll probably send you something nice if you sign up. Uh, and as for uh, rate, review, subscribe, et cetera, et cetera. Closing up the shit here. Radisson Zahariev, always great to talk to you, buddy. Always a pleasure to be here, buddy. Yeah. Well, uh, until here, in my chair. In my chair, sweating my balls <laughs> off. Uh, until next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.